Friends, the entire world is experiencing food shortages. Supply chain breakdowns continue to have a domino effect on everything, especially food production. Farmers can't plant as many crops now because of fertilizer shortages, forced regulations, and high fuel prices. This is going to cause more painful food shortages when we run out of the food we're eating now. Food takes time to grow, so when farmers don't plant, months later we don't eat. That's why you need to prepare for increasing the number of food shortages. And the best way is to invest in ready hour emergency food from My Patriot Supply. It's a perfect hedge against skyrocketing prices and shortages. Right now, save $50 on a four week food kit from My Patriot Supply. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and get your $50 savings on a four week emergency food kit that averages over 2,000 calories per day. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Those who know what's coming, are getting prepared now, shouldn't you? Preparewiththinkaboutit.com. At a 2019 food conference where topics included whether humans were too selfish to live sustainably, an economist suggested cannibalism could be a viable solution for climate change and that we could start off by eating our pets. School of Economics professor Magnus Soderlund says that eating human meat from the dead might help save the human race, and that we could overcome the taboos against eating each other by simply trying it out. And today, a new company is boasting their lab-grown artisanal salami derived from human flesh, and several articles normalizing cannibalism have recently been published by the mainstream media. The Wikipedia page leads with the benefits of cannibalism, where it says, in environments where food availability is constrained, individuals can receive extra nutrition and energy if they use other conspecific individuals as an additional food source. This would in turn increase the survival rate of the cannibal and thus provide an evolutionary advantage in environments where food is scarce. This may be true when there are no other food options, but when there are, it is never favorable for any species. Cannibals are at risk of related diseases, such as Kuru disease, similar to mad cow disease, a neurological prion disease caused by cannibalistic consumption. And when there are other food options, cannibalism will always be the most challenging. Studies show that cannibals tend to eat the young because it is the easiest, and they tend to hunt outside their own gene pool as a way of decreasing the competition. Cannibals are constantly at war with their own species, and animals have evolved various protections against this barbarism. Cannibalism is the ultimate expression of barbarism. The absence of civilization and culture, extreme cruelty. One could argue that the whole purpose of civilization is to increase the amount of food available to keep humanity from turning to cannibalism. Because who on earth wants barbarism over civility and compassion? The New York Times published a piece entitled, A Taste for Cannibalism, and they promoted it by tweeting, cannibalism has a time and a place some recent books, films, and shows 
suggest that the time is now. The article promotes a list of recent movies and shows about cannibalism, suggesting that perhaps we should all take the cue and give it a go, as if pop culture decides the destiny of mankind. And maybe it does. There is definitely a herd mentality that finds comfort in blind obedience and will do whatever they are told by the authoritative state emerging from the shadows. And the mainstream narrative is now normalizing cannibalism. So that's what is coming if we continue accepting their offers. It will be like the film Soylent Green, which was set in 2022, or like the film Cloud Atlas, wherein a dystopian government processes the dead into food to feed the wretched masses. For less than 20 minutes, Alex Jones questioned the official narrative of the Sandy Hook school shooting because for the so-called truther community, that was the big story. And so he did his job and covered the story, just like he's done for the other 1.8 million minutes of his career. Alex Jones has been questioning the official narrative of the corrupt mainstream media and exposing the authoritarian cabal hiding in the shadows for 28 years. And over time, this revival of truth has grown into millions worldwide. Alex Jones expanded his broadcast by selling a line of products focused on healing from the toxic world of a corrupt system, which has allowed InfoWars to remain a free public broadcast to combat the dangerous lies of the mainstream media. In 2018, with zero evidence of their wild claims, a George Soros-funded lawsuit was filed against Alex Jones and InfoWars. Four months later, Big Tech removes InfoWars from the internet. We were meant to be destroyed four years ago, but thanks to an awakened audience that cares about the truth, the InfoWars signal has only grown stronger. And now they are no longer hiding the fact that they are standing on the graves of dead children and using their grieving parents as a political weapon to silence all of alternative news media. I ask that with your verdict, you not only take Alex Jones' platform that he talks about away. I ask that you make certain he can't rebuild the platform. That's what matters. Take him out of this discourse, of this misinformation, of this peddling of lies, and make sure he can't do it again. Alex Jones is patient zero for our society's inability to speak without lies. He is patient zero for alternative facts. And according to Judge Gamble, acting like O'Brien straight out of George Orwell's 1984, the judge decides what is true. You may not say to this jury that you complied with discovery. That is not true. You may not say it again. You may not tell this jury that you are bankrupt. That is also not true. You're already under oath to tell the truth. You've already violated that oath twice today in just those two examples. It seems absurd to instruct you again that you must tell the truth while you testify. Yet here I am. You must tell the truth while you testify. 
This is not your show. Do you understand what I have said? Yes, I believe what I said was true. So I don't Yes, you believe everything you say is true, but it isn't. Your beliefs do not make something true. That is, that is what we're doing here. Just because you claim to think something is true does not make it true. There's going to be a large set of plaintiffs who are going to be dividing up the corpse of InfoWars in the bankruptcy estate. The decision to terminate the InfoWars broadcast is not in the hands of this crooked cabal. It is and always has been the will of our audience that decide our fate. The InfoWars audience has mobilized and awakened the world to the threat that is globalism. And with your continued support, we will keep going. Join us now and support the InfoWars.